smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the Unprecedented Podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter. Hey folks, welcome back to the podcast. I am your co-host Cliff Schechter, here with the other guy, John Aravosis. Hey John. Hey Cliff. I saw you make a face. Is there something wrong? I made a face because your mic, your mic around your neck is doing the t-shirt thing that I love. Okay. Let's, let's see if we can reposition. Just so you know, um, we're we, still, our, our Christmas wish for Cliff is to get a nice new microphone, which he has agreed to. So all right, very excited. I will do that folks. I will stop screwing around. It's like when women make their husbands get better clothes and stuff. I'm making Cliff get a better mic. Okay. Sexist. <laughs> um, in any case. <laughs> Not really though. It's true though. I, I, <laughs> but, I won't yeah. Trust me. If my wife didn't dress me, I don't know what I'd make. <laughs> That's what I mean. I know. <laughs> um, um, and now a word from our sponsor. If this 2020 holiday season feels like it's been a long time coming, make it worth the wait with Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks make the perfect gift for family and friends or to treat yourself, all shipped directly to your door. They offer everything you need to bring families together for a delicious holiday feast. Their deluxe grillers assortment package includes a variety of entrees, sides, and desserts. And right now, you can get this mouthwatering package plus four free burgers and a free digital meat thermometer at an exclusive price only available to our meat listeners. thermometer, I like that. Those are, those are really useful, actually. Um, go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code VOICES in the search bar. Get a jump on gift shopping with Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's a fantastic gift and a safe way to share the joy of the season. With Omaha Steaks, guaranteed quality and safety with every order. Order the Deluxe Grillers Assortment Package today and you'll receive four free Omaha Steak Burgers and a free digital meat thermometer when you go to omahasteaks.com and type VOICES in the search bar. That's omahasteaks.com and type VOICES in the search bar to shop the best gourmet gifts of the season and now back to our show uh but we uh, have a number of topics we're going to touch on today obviously a lot going on in the post-election period donald trump still behaving Post, uh, uh-huh. exactly yep. like donald trump he's convincing in many uh, parts of the country local legislators to do some of his dirty work and others um and we'll talk a bit about the media too and and the role of certain media uh in what's going on and even some republicans speaking up about it finally but we'll start in the area of Wisconsin, because we are actually lucky enough to have a great guest. Um, we have with us Pat Kreitlow, who is a former state senator from Michigan, is a former congressional candidate, was a broadcaster, and he's now the managing editor of Up North News. Hey, Pat, how are you? I'm great, thanks. Uh, Wisconsin, I should correct I was gonna say, quick, you. said I Michigan, yeah. I said Michigan? So now you've, John's called you Mike, and I've said you're in Michigan. We've pretty yeah. much screwed the and entire you've scored the Midwestern states, even it's, though you're an honorary Midwesterner now, Cliff. Watch it. There you go. Yeah. Uh, no, happy, happy to join you here from Northwest Wisconsin uh, out on Lake Wasota in beautiful Chippewa County. Yeah, I really, I, I apologize, folks. I live in Ohio. I do okay. actually know the difference between Michigan and Wisconsin. That's right. And it's, finally, it's, we have a guest who says Wisconsin even harsher than I do. I know. I know. It's a good. Say it again, Pat, just for everybody. I, I don't know why this is so tough outside of Wisconsin for people who always want to say Wisconsin. No, it's Wisconsin. Well, they say- yeah, we hear Wisconsin all the time, Wisconsin. and you need to stop that. Well, see, we get Illinois a lot because I'm from Chicago area, and people mm-hmm. in parts of the country say Illinois, and I'm always like, that's just not what it that's is. Just, Who told that's you just that? wrong. <laughs> yes. That's like saying Arkansas. It makes no sense. <laughs> um, anyway. Anyway, but yes. In case I'll just so Wisconsin. Obviously, yeah. and we'll start with, with Wisconsin. I had a list because Wisconsin hmm. is one of a number of states. Michigan, you've probably heard about state legislators hopping on the plane to go visit Donald Trump. What what transpired in Wayne County? They've 
had a lawsuit after lawsuit in Pennsylvania, you know, in Arizona too. They're they, they're trying everything they can to to undo the results of a fairly, uh, as as the the Department of Homeland Security said, the most secure election in the history of the United States. Um, and so, Pat, what is going on with the with the right wing lunatic legislators there in your state? Well, what we have from from a legislative standpoint, I'll get to in just a sec. What we have happening, you know, as we're recording this, is is a recount, but not a recount of the entire state. A recount only of Milwaukee County and Dane County, where Madison is located, and the Trump campaign, you know, paid three million dollars to do this partial recount rather than eight million dollars to recount the whole state. I can't imagine why they only wanted to recount in the two most populous and most diverse counties in Wisconsin, he said rhetorically. And it is a it continues a narrative that is uh, being exacerbated by our legislators here as well. We had one suburban legislator uh, call for an investigation and said that the investigation could lead to results that would require uh, you know, intervention for the Wisconsin Electoral College slate to be you know, instructed to vote for Trump. Who is but, that legislator, if you don't mind my asking, Pat? I like to make is, people famous for being... His, his name is Joe Sanfilippo. He's from the uh, Milwaukee suburb of West Dallas. But, but much more notoriously uh, is the Assembly Speaker Robin Voss from Racine County, who immediately called uh, for a legislative committee to investigate perceived irregularities, again, based on nothing. And not so coincidentally, at about the same time that legislative leaders in Michigan and Pennsylvania said that they were looking to investigate perceived election irregularities. And if that sounds familiar to your Wisconsin listeners, it's because we've seen this act before. Our U.S. Senator Ron Johnson has abused a committee in Washington to continue the Russian disinformation point of investigating Hunter Biden. So, uh, which continues in the tradition of Joe McCarthy from Wisconsin right. abusing wow, committee guys, power. Have an interesting, and who knew that uh, after Ron Johnson went and spent the 4th of July in Russia, like all good Americans do, that he might come back and just repeat Russian talking points constantly. So and, it, and it goes on. Somebody who said earlier that he would not run for a third term in 2022 is reportedly now making noise that uh, that maybe he will run for another term because somebody's got to continue to investigate, you know, the Bidens and whatever it is that they are imagining there as well. Right. Well, now, nice. Trump, I, I want to, uh, before you go, John, I want to point yeah. out one point piece of information for people to remember. Hmm. Robin Voss, for those who don't remember, uh, he's probably done, done numerous things that I don't even know about. But I will remind you, he's the one who argued that it was perfectly safe for Wisconsinites to go and vote in person as he was speaking to the press in what looked like a hazmat suit um, at that moment. I don't know if you remember <laughs> right. that. So oh, yes. Perfectly safe. Yes. Head to toe in PPE. Yes. Yeah. So go ahead, John. Sorry. No, no. I was just going to say, so Biden, just to remind folks, is ahead by 20,000 votes in Wisconsin. Um, even Scott Walker, the old Republican governor who we all loathed uh total partisan but i mean crazy part he'd be a you know he'd be like a trump partisan today even walker came out and said this isn't going to do anything before the recount i mean he was saying you know it's not gonna make any difference if we have a recount in wisconsin recounts sometimes change votes by a couple hundred but that's it you're never going to have a recount that's going to change twenty thousand votes 
So. No, you're not. You're, at best, you're going to move a few hundred based on the last two statewide recounts here. So really, you're just looking to, again, continue that narrative that either discredits Biden or just discredits the election right. overall. And as long as they can, what what I've called, you know, as long as Trump, Trump can, you know, dink and dunk in in recounts and in courtrooms across the country, they have reason to deny the transition of right. paperwork and briefings to everything to President-elect Biden. How much do you think the local legislators are going to sort of jump on board? Meaning, I guess the concern we all have is that Trump is just trying to sow chaos in general. Even if he doesn't win, he's going to just try to make it look like Biden didn't win. Are local Republicans sort of across the board going to be on board with this, you think? Well, some will. Uh, th there are a lot of uh, rank-and-file Republican legislators that, frankly, just don't talk very much. They they just keep their, their head down. But there, there are always... There are always a few who, uh, again, like to parrot, uh, you know, whether it's because they're the next, you know, yep. Sarah Palin wannabe or, or what have you, will make all the appropriate noises. But again, when when pressed, uh, they suddenly stop returning phone calls. Right. <laughs> of course. Um, and, and again, I, Pat brought up, I think it's really important to mm. say this to people, is that they, of course, picked two of the most diverse counties. Um, this is a, a reminder of, you know, sometimes they forget that they, they, they actually say out loud what they mean. And when you're pointing out that the same thing that happened in Wisconsin is going on in Michigan and other states, we may remember that the whole uh, controversy just a few days ago in Wayne County in Michigan, where the two Republicans would not certify the results, uh, you had the Republic, one of the Republicans, uh, a woman, I wish I remembered her name because we need to make them all infamous, mm -hmm. um, came out and said she would be willing to certify all of them except for Detroit. Uh, right. I wonder and let's, what's and let, and let's remember that we we have in, in in Assembly Speaker Robin Voss, we have somebody who said two years ago when Tony Evers defeated Scott Walker, and when Democrats took all five of the constitutional offices in a statewide election, Voss said, "Well, if you take out Madison and Milwaukee voters, we actually won the majority of the state." Well, why would you say that? Why yeah. would you do yeah. that? And, is it and, black and Latino, or what? When you say diverse, who is it? Yeah, black and Latino cities, uh, in, in in a city where you know you have uh, hundreds of thousands of people, and where counting the ballots takes a while, and you have Trump continuing to say, "What was this mysterious dump of votes in Milwaukee at three forty in the morning?" It was called counting every vote because Republicans <laughs> have consistently put off any effort to allow our local clerks to start counting absentee ballots prior to 7 a.m. on election day. So if you right. don't start counting till 7 a.m. Tuesday, of course you're not going to finish until 4 a.m. Wednesday when you have a record number of voters taking place as we did here. Yeah, they did it on purpose. Obviously, that was part of their chaos plan, too, in a number of Midwestern states and others where they could have allowed early counting, Pennsylvania being a key one. You know, they, of course... So they said you can't start to election day. Well, then, of course, Donald Trump will be ahead if you're just counting the election day votes that night when we know disproportionately Democrats voted by mail and early. And the chaos will continue because, as, as we saw uh, this week, the woman who is in the state Senate seat that I used to occupy, her name is Kathy Bernier, and she has chaired the Wisconsin State Senate Committee on Elections, told the conservative Washington Times this week that she and her colleagues want to look into current election law and look for any possible changes that need to be made. Again, based on nothing, no specific ideas, but it just says we're going to look for ways to, again, make it harder to vote or cast doubts on the votes that we don't like. Right. 
I mean, and when they're talking about the specific areas, again, Detroit and Michigan in, in uh, Michigan and Milwaukee and Philadelphia is, you know, is terrible. And you just start, I mean, what are these reforms they speak of? They, uh, do they want to go back to a three-fifths rule? Because that, that seems to fit with their party mentality. These, I mean, what is it, you know, that they want done? I mean, they make it so obvious when they say that. It reminds me of what you just brought up in, in Wisconsin. Is the same thing. Uh, what's the guy's name? The 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 senator from uh, Indiana was like, "Well, if you take out California, you know, right. the Republicans right. did yeah. just as well." I'm like, "Right. If you take out the state that has one eighth of the population of the United it's States, weird, that, that yeah. is is the sixth or fifth largest economy in the in the yeah. world on its own, where the two of the five last Republican presidents came from." Yeah, sure. That seems like a good place you should take out. Well, it's it's indicative of a of a uh, exacerbation of the urban versus rural strategy that uh, is certainly uh, been a fixture of Wisconsin politics. This current legislature, which is severely gerrymandered as it was in 2011, has done everything it can to punish Milwaukee, you know, through state laws, rules, restrictions, and such. And the reason that Gulf is is wider is when you look at the numbers in Wisconsin, in 2004, John Kerry won the state by about half a percentage point. In 2020, Joe Biden won the state by half a percentage point, both times with 73% voter turnout. But you look at the map and the blue areas are more blue, the red areas are more red, which just, if you're a Republican, that gives you all the more reason to try to turn the big cities into villains and to try to say that those votes don't count when they should count every bit as much as somebody up here in Chippewa County or way up in Forest County. You know, Cliff, let me just say real quick, it's interesting. I was looking at the population of Wisconsin and the cities. Your your population is pretty disparate, actually. I mean, you've got, it says almost 6 million people, right? Mm, right. If this is accurate. Milwaukee's 585,000 people, then Madison's 265, so that gets you to like 800,000. That's still... 800,000 out of 6 million. So actually you, you do have people spread around the state. We have people, we, we are a wonderfully balanced state with uh, people in the Eau Claire region out West in, in the green Bay area uh, in the Northeast, Wausau in the, in the center. So we've got this great balance and we've, we have been a closely divided state. I mean, now four of the past six presidential elections have been decided by less than 1%. Hmm. And that's because of that geographic and that political balance, which we could be using for good, but some people right. use for evil right. in order to forward whatever agenda they might have. And now a word from our sponsor. Hey, John, the season of giving thanks is upon us. Were you aware of I, I, I am now. Okay, I just want to make sure that special okay. day of Turkey, family, and football will be here before you know it. Before gathering via Zoom, we hope, with your family to share your Thanksgiving traditions, it's important to allow some extra time for you, time you need to take care of yourself and look your best for your loved ones. With Plexiderm, all you need is 10 minutes and you can look 10 years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes. Visibly reduces wrinkles, fine lines, and even under eye bags in minutes. Plexiderm even works on laugh lines, those number 11s, ugh, those bastards, right, John? And crow's feet. Take up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes, guys. The results will last for hours, so you can relax, surrounded by loved ones, hopefully again via Zoom, knowing you're always looking your best. Even better, Plexiderm doesn't involve any visits to a surgeon. You can get it at a much better deal than anything you get waiting in line on Black Friday, which, again, you should do via Zoom. You can try a six-pack, six-trial-pack application for just $14.95 for free. Shipping. 
for free shipping. When you visit buyplex.com backslash sexy liberal or call 800 Say the code sexy liberal. Squitter also comes with free shipping and a 30 day money back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit buiplx.com backslash sexy liberal or call 800 685 1292 and say the code sexy liberal at checkout. Cliff, each year yes. you want to you wanna find special <laughs> gifts to give family and friends, don't you? Uh, you're damn straight I do. I know, but it can be a challenge to find something unique. With bestfamilygifts.com, you can get custom canvas prints for a truly one-of-a-kind gift. Imagine glorious ocean sunsets, autumnal Ooh. forests, the best kind of forest, autumnal ones, uh, or classy black and white vistas. See the collection for yourself at bestfamilygifts.com. You can personalize the text of East print with the names of the people you love, including family, friends, or even pets. Go to the Best Family Gifts Best Family gifts.com i can say it to see the entire amazing collection of custom canvas prints for yourself and get a 20 percent discount on your first order with the promo code stephanie that's bestfamilygifts.com remember to use code stephanie for 20 percent off your first order and now back to our show is wisconsin a pretty conservative state or not i think like those of us from the outside see scott walker and we think whoa you know, the, the way that I like to to describe it, because I, I married a, you know, a, a dairy farm girl from near Green Bay, uh, <laughs> who comes from a, you know, a Democratic progressive family. And what I found as a legislator is if, if you step outside of the city limits of any given place in Wisconsin, you right. still find progressive voters or progressive minded voters. But the word you're looking for there is frugal. In other words, they they don't necessarily want things to be free, but they want things to be affordable. And they certainly don't want things to be out of reach. They want health care. They right. want good education for the kids. And for the love of God, they want, you know, we talk about 5G cell service. Most of Wisconsin would be happy with 1G. One, one uh, <laughs> we, have, we have areas of the state that people would support progressive positions, even if they wouldn't necessarily support progressive candidates. That's the kind of good balanced makeup we have here. I want to jump in quick, quickly just with my history hat that I wear sometimes, John. Yeah. Um, I mean, Milwaukee at one point, and 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 Pat is welcome to correct me on anything where I'm wrong. But if I'm getting the, if I'm remembering correctly, I mean they had a socialist mayor yes. uh, at one point. Yeah. In terms of like a populism of both the left and the right in the past has done well. Mm. You obviously mm. brought up Joe McCarthy. Uh, the dark populism of the right, which we're seeing today from Trump and, and others. But on the left, I mean, the La Follettes. I mean, Ga Gaylord fan. Nelson, Bill Proxmire. Right. Uh, absolutely. The La yes. Follettes were progressive minded Republicans who, who, you know, were almost at one point, I think, you know, borderline socialist. Right. I mean, they were very to the left, weren't they? Well, they were they were what they called sewer socialists. In other words, the whole reason that Milwaukee elected its first socialist mayor was somebody that said in, in a socialist way, Everybody should have a, a clean sewer system in Milwaukee, and 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 it brought down the rate of of sickness and death. It's that kind of you know quote unquote socialism that that people still talk about today. When when after this election, people have said to Trump voters, uh, "Yes, I am coming for you. I'm coming to give you health care. I'm coming to give you affordable education, and all those things that people think no, are socialist." Stop but are actually, you know, hallmarks of a functioning democracy. Hey, Cliff, do you maybe have like a final question for Pat before we move on to the other topics? Um, yeah, well, I mean, let's just, let's summarize it. Do you think that, uh, what do you think is going to come out of these recounts? And do we have anything to be concerned about? 
No, the recounts will will uh, again. I mean, if you if, if you liked watching Joe Biden win Pennsylvania again, and if you liked watching him win Georgia again, well, wait for the sequel. Joe Biden's about to win Wisconsin again. I, so I much never winning. So much winning. Uh, what what we'll be watching for here, obviously, is um, just a couple of quick things. That a Biden yeah. administration will no doubt be better to Wisconsin farmers because we won't have those trade wars going on. Ditto for our manufacturers as well. Um, Governor Evers will continue to push Republicans. We're one of the few states that has yet to expand Medicaid. It's cost taxpayers well over a billion dollars. So a lot of what we're doing here is already setting the table for 2022 when Tony Evers runs for re-election and maybe Ron Johnson does as well. And I expect that um, despite all the efforts to try to delegitimize a Biden administration before it even gets off the ground, I think we're going to see some developments that are very good for Wisconsin families and businesses. Uh, but we will continue to be that purple, closely watched tipping point state for the foreseeable future. Excellent. Great. Well, thank you. This great is summary great. and great insight, Pat. I really appreciate it. Um, if folks want to find Pat's work, you can yeah. go to, do you want to give the website? Pat? Yes. Uh, yeah. We're, we are at upnorthnewswi.com. It's very important to get that WI for Wisconsin in there, upnorthnewswi.com or on any social media site, just search for upnorthnewswi. And you're, are, you're on Twitter. What's your handle? Uh, I'm on there at Pat Kreitlow, uh, you know, P-A-T-K-R-E-I-T-L-O-W. And of course, Up North News WI is our Twitter handle there. Excellent. Great. Well, they do great work, folks. Go check them out. And Pat, thanks so much for taking the time to let us know what's going on on the ground. My thanks, pleasure. Pat. It was great. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Talk to you soon. Yep. Okay. Bye now. Um, sorry, sorry, I have an allergy attack in the middle of that like, talking. You, you held off. Well, I've been holding it for a while. I actually mute myself when my allergies are kicking in, but it just finally was like, ah. Well, I really no, enjoyed man. that. Maybe next week, um, I mean, it may not, it may be no longer be necessary, but if it is next week, maybe we do the same with Pennsylvania and or Michigan. Because oh, that's interesting. We'll check in. Going yeah, yeah, yeah. On from people yeah. that are actually there as opposed yep. to, you know, yep. pontificating yep. from a thousand miles away. Yep. No, exactly. Um, just did. I mean, and again, hopefully. <laughs> um, so, right. God, I mean, so many other things going on with the election. It's a lot of just it's a lot of uh, what do they say? Mosquito attacking an elephant thing. It's like a thousand little right. pinpricks of goofy shit going on. Giuliani had his press conference yesterday with Jenna Ellis, that horrible religious right lawyer uh, for the Trump campaign, who's <laughs> who's probably a bigger Twitter troll than Don Jr. Um, and Giuliani's press. If people didn't see it, it was pretty hilarious because Giuliani was going to talk about the pathways to victory. Fox, shit, Cliff, I should have uh, queued this up. Fox News' correspondent <laughs> from the, I'm going to see if I can find this as we're talking, goes to the I White like House, it. and she's reporting on this on Fox and says, he did not report on any pathways to victory. What he said was a lie. And she's going on for like five minutes this about this. Fox. Well, oh and my we know we're going to get into it. We know Tucker Carlson took a part yeah. of Giuliani's I mean, seriously, things that was uh, crazy. I'm really interested right now what's going on at Fox. Um, I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. No love for Fox. They're dangerous as shit. They're probably one of the two or three most dangerous entities in politics still that needs to be dealt with. It, but it really is interesting. It, I have to believe it's orders yeah. coming directly from Rupert Murdoch, who's it's, kind of had enough of it's, Trump. And it's uh, because, too, go on. Yeah, it's too, it's too, too intentional. Right. They're, they're, they're yeah. basically yeah. doing things that most of us have never seen before. I have the Fox. Oh, let me play just a little bit. I mean, literally, it's two sure. and a half minutes, so we're not going to show it all. But let me play just a little bit to see. So this is Fox News' White House correspondent 
on with Carl Rove and the host on uh, on Fox talking about Giuliani's press conference that was supposed to be the big press conference proving that Trump can win all the fraud. He talked about all the voter fraud and everything. Uh, and I'll Fox- just say, and say and many yeah. folks do, and you'll get it from this. Yeah. Basically, I think you'll get it from this. Hmm. If, if this, this is the this is the craziest press conference they've ever seen. And after a number of the ones that Trump's done, oh. that's that's impressive statement right there. Giuliani had hair dye dripping down both temples <laughs> all the way to we're talking from your temple down to almost where your jaw where your mouth is, you know, where the bits the corners Ugh. of your mouth on both sides of his face. So every time he's turning his head left and right, because he's very agitated when he's talking, you're watching this drip just get longer. This damn hair dye drip cliff was five inches long on each cheek. Oh, I know. It was so, so oh my theory that that was his soul trying to escape and never oh, return to his body. Losing out, even, uh, even his soul. True. That was, it was hair oh. dye. I just want to make sure I it got was that right. hilarious. Okay. So hang on. But first let's go to Kristen Fisher. She's live at the white house. Kristen. Well, that was certainly a colorful news conference from Rudy Giuliani, but it was light on facts. So much of what he said was simply not true or has already been thrown out in court. And, uh, you know, Giuliani, he opened by making this really bold and baseless claim that uh, a lot of this alleged nationwide voter fraud that he's referring to all came from one centralized place. He called it a nationwide conspiracy. Uh, and yet, nationwide? they don't Not- provide any hard evidence to back up that one specific claim, especially when you're dealing with uh, a claim that really cuts to the core. It And she goes on for two minutes like this. I mean, I mean that was real news. No, Fox actually, I'm wondering if Fox's you know, Something happened, Cliff. Let me throw this out there. I'm wondering yeah. if, if Fox's determination, because certainly, at least if, if reports from people that have always pretty accurately covered um, the Murdochs and that kind of thing in New York, Gabriel mm-hmm. Sherman and others are accurate, it seems like he he's, you know, that, that Rupert, again, don't take this as me defending Rupert Murdoch, anybody right. who I loathe, but just I'm giving you the characterization as Gabriel Sherman mm-hmm. and others did that he was horrified by how Trump handled coronavirus, that he thought Trump's instability was leading to, to dangerous, not just for this country, but for business, which is, as we know, is all he cares about. Right. And I really wonder if Fox came to the determination that, you know, Trump was attacking them constantly, yeah. um, you know, saying, oh, that they've sold out and all this sort of stuff because they made the early call in Arizona, which eventually ended up being right. Right. I wonder if Fox has made a determination at some point, you know, or Rupert Murdoch has that they're going to try to position themselves as kind of like a center right channel, but yeah. not go any further off into the crazy, like a, a business conservative channel as it's opposed weird, to a populist though. sort of. I mean, I, I'm with you, but, but I'm just wondering still, because I, I think you're right, but I but I still would think that it would be more profitable for them to just be straight out MAGA because the whole freaking party's joined on anyway. Well, here's the question. That's what I don't right? get. If advertising rates are a good part of what determines things. Is the 80-year-old who believes that the Bible can help cure cancer and whatever the person you want watching a show, or is it the 50-year-old who works on Wall Street who is a Romney kind of Republican True. but thinks, but thinks True. Trump is, is, is a step way a step True. way too far and ended up voting for Biden this time or whatever? It may be about – you know it's not just the number of viewers. Yeah. It's the demo. It's having viewers yep. of an age that, that advertisers give well, a shit education, about which you've talked about, right? There was right. a huge education issue with um, with regards to education level and being a Trump voter, correct? Correct. And so maybe yep. it's that they've determined they want to, you know, grab a slice of that center right, well educated <laughs> suburban people that work who are, you know, executives at companies or other. Yep. I mean, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Well, I have no. The- 
Yeah. Oh, I was saying, but then tell then tell people about the Tucker Carlson clip. Then. Oh yeah, Tucker Carlson just basically sat there and did the same thing. That crazy woman who was there with Giuliani. I can't remember her name. Jenna Ellis. Oh, the no, other the woman. Other no, no, no. Um, uh, oh, not Peacock. There, what's her name? Uh, Sydney something. Right. Sydney, yes, Sydney Greenstein or Green Green. I'm thinking from a member from a Maltese Falcon, wasn't that it? Oh, right. Um, nice. That's a good old. Although I've never um, seen the movie, I've just seen lots of clips. That's a good movie. I've got a um, Sydney Powell. That's right. Yes, I think that's it. Anyway. So, so I mean, she got up there and again, she repeated this baseless claim that this has been that these machines, these Dominion machines are flipping Trump votes to Biden and one of the most wide ranging conspiracies that it may have been. He may have actually gotten Venezuela is involved 80 million votes. And, yeah. and, and, you know, Tucker Carlson, of course, still played it off like, we care about truth here, and none of which anything he said was true. We right. care about truth, and we give everybody a chance, and we don't, we, we, you know, we distrust elites. You know, the guy who's from the frozen food empire, Tucker Carlson, whose actual first name is Tucker. He's the one who doesn't believe yeah. In, yeah. in elites. But point being, what he did, which is he was saying, but we called her and texted her, and she would provide no, she refused to provide any proof, and we invited her on. We would have given her the whole show or the whole week, and she wouldn't do right. anything to support it. So all we can say right. is, obviously, she's got nothing to support her claims. It's not believable. Again, Tucker only cares about having a show. He's all about his own power and his own fame. So to him, going to Rupert Murdoch and, and repeating the Rupert Murdoch line is the safest thing to do. I, I believe Sean Hannity is an actual crazy person. So I think he's going to keep going the Trump line until either Fox fires him or or Fox just decides they don't care and they'll let him sing, you know, march to the beat of his own drummer. But they're really the Neil Cavuto's, the you know, the others are really kind of moving more towards a center right pro business kind of position from that populist conspiratorial one. And it's interesting. I mean, I don't you know, I, I, we'll have to see what happens. And what, the last thing I'll say on this is the, the what I find really interesting is. I'm always sort of flabbergasted by these people that like just completely throw themselves to the wolves for Trump and destroy their reputations, destroy you know everything about themselves, knowing that Trump will turn on them. There's no dual loyalty. There's no loyalty going both ways. Right. He will dump them the moment that and he's proven it again and again. You've been listening to a free excerpt of the unprecedented podcast to hear the rest of the show and hear all of our past shows and support our work as independent media, please go to patreon.com slash unprecedented podcast and become a subscriber for as little as $5 a month. You can have all of our old episodes, see all of our Zoom interviews, and support the great work that we hope you think we're doing promoting the democratic and liberal agenda. Thanks so much for joining us, folks. See you next episode. And now a word from our sponsor. Hey, John, the season of giving thanks is upon us. Were you oh, aware of exciting. that? I, I, I am now. Okay, I just want to make sure that special okay. day of turkey, family, and football will be here before you know it. Before gathering via Zoom, we hope, with your family to share your Thanksgiving traditions, it's important to allow some extra time for you. Time you, you need to take care of yourself and look your best for your loved ones. With Plexiderm, all you need is 10 minutes and you can look 10 years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes. Visibly reduces wrinkles, fine lines, and even under eye bags in minutes. Plexiderm even works on laugh lines, those number 11s. Ugh, those bastards, right, oh John? And crow's feet. Take up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes, guys. The results will last for hours, so you can relax, surrounded by loved ones, hopefully again via Zoom, knowing you're always looking your best. Even better, Plexiderm doesn't involve any visits to a surgeon. You can get it at a much better deal than anything you get waiting in line on Black Friday, which, again, you should do via Zoom. You can try a six-pack 
six trial pack application for just $14.95 for free shipping for free shipping when you visit buyplex.com backslash sexy liberal or call 800-685-1292. Say the code sexy liberal. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit buiplx.com backslash sexy liberal or call 800-685-1292 and say the code sexy liberal at checkout.